I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Salt Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. Isn't it ironic that one of my favorite Baseball Isn't Boring episodes in some time I'm not even hosting it. Yeah, well, so be it. We're open to all voices, all stories, all people contributing to this great cause, this great podcast. So I guess I'm kind of hosting because I'm going to introduce it just now, but this is a baseball isn't boring on a go. And what this is, is Julian McWilliams, baseball writer for the Boston Globe. He played baseball in college at Temple, and then he played a little bit in the independent league. And he got the yips. He got the yips. He had to start playing baseball. And uh, obviously it was a a fairly impactful thing in his life. A guy who grew up playing baseball was very good at baseball. Did an excellent job of pivoting to sports writing. But still, it still lingers with him today. And that's why meeting up with Daniel Bard, who obviously you know from our podcast, you know from other stories, you know from his journey that he overcame the yips, one of the few overcame the yips to the level that he has with the Colorado Rockies now. And so I wanted to get those two together. And when I did, it was a very, very powerful moment, I felt, for both of them. And i just let you listen to Julian and Daniel just talk amongst themselves. There's no need for me to integrate into the conversation at all, but just to give you the backstory, once again, Julian wanted to meet Daniel because of the journey and because of what he represented and because of what he accomplished. And 
getting a chance to meet him over these last few days and on this podcast, I think was a great thing. Not only a great thing for Julian, but a great thing for the people who are listening who maybe can learn a little bit from this whole narrative and this whole situation with coming back from something like the Yip. So at BB isn't boring. Keep going to the socials. Uh, speaking of mental, mental performance coaches, Brandon Geyer was awesome today on the podcast. Go check that out. But we want to drop this in on you. Uh, so Julian McWilliams, Red Sox writer for the Boston Globe, and Daniel Bard, relief pitcher for the Colorado Rockies. I appreciate you uh, sort of taking the time to, you know, well, first, I know you being here is probably a big deal. And, uh, you know, as I, like, saw your journey, I sort of, um, like I told you yesterday, like it, it meant something to me to, for, for me to be able to like see you get through it yeah. and still getting through it. And, you know, cause you know, I, my, obviously my career ended independent ball, but it never, you know, I, I never got through it. Right. So, um, like I told you yesterday, like I remember getting my scholarship taken as a 19 year old kid and, you know, walking into the, the, you know, my coach's office and him telling me that like, while he's taking my scholarship, it's like, you know, frankly, like you need to figure this out. And there's, and frankly, I don't think you basically will figure this out. Like nobody really gets through this. And so for so long, like it angered me for a long time because like, like I told you is because I'm looking at the situation and I'm not getting through it. I'm like, God dang it, he's right. You know what I mean? So, but then when I saw you get through it, I was like, well, maybe he's not right. You know what I mean? So that kind of brought me peace in this whole thing. So, yeah, yeah I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think that's like uh, kind of the old school way of looking at it, you know, because yeah. a lot of guys have come down with different versions of throwing yips and haven't gotten through it. Um, and I, I've been through it three times, three, four times now. It's just yeah. part of who I am now. So, um, I, you know, it's not something I think I would have chose for myself, but it's something that, you know, the more I've come to accept it, the more I've been able to deal with it in a better way and yeah. get back on the field. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I when I was going through it early in my career, um, you're always looking for, like, someone else who's been through it. Mm-hmm. Some, and a lot of times that's someone who didn't come out the other end, but you're just looking for someone to talk to that knows what you're feeling. Right. So those conversations were huge, but I didn't have anyone that, to look to, really, that got through it. Yeah. You know, at least not at a high level. Yeah. Um, so... You know, me do, being able to do that, and again, I, I retired, and I can't say there's one magic thing that, that fixed me or anything. It's a, it's, a, it's a combination of things. I mean, I can probably write a book about it at this point, but um, just just me getting back, and then a guy like Tyler Matzik getting back with the Braves, going through very similar stuff, and pitching at a really high level all, all the way up to the World yeah. Series. I mean... Hopefully that can be just like a beacon for somebody who's experiencing that, feels alone, feels like it's the end of their baseball road, yeah. um, just to know that it's not. Like, yeah. there's there's ways to come back, there's ways to heal from this, there's ways to work through it. Yeah. Um, it takes work, it takes a really tough person, yeah. but it can be done for sure. Yeah. It's interesting because, like, like, it's almost like when you're, like, a parent, right? Like, it's like you're this totally new person when you, like... Like, you're not the person that you used to be. Right. And so I feel like that sort of, in some case, like with the yips, it's like when you're going through it, you're like, okay, how can I get back to that person? You know yeah. what I mean? Whereas it's like, okay, how like how can I... Now it's... But the conversation actually should be, 
how can I sort of not accept the person I am, but like deal with what I'm dealing with grow. and grow, and grow from it. this yeah. and sort of, you know, say, hey, I'm not the same person. It's okay. Right. It's just, it's something else that I just have to battle versus looking back at that last thing. Because yeah. with what I found myself is like, I always looked back at like, no, like how can I get this guy who just yeah. felt free and easy, free yep. and easy, free and easy. But like in the same, in the same token, like I feel like there's were moments throughout my entire baseball life where I did get a little bit yippy as I look back on yeah. things around. So it's been with me forever. Right. But just I think it just became sort of it just this kind of this snowball effect as yeah. it, as the stakes sort of got higher and For higher sure. and higher. Um, yeah, I mean it's just it's it's a, it's a tough thing to deal with, and I think that like you said, like people don't you didn't really have people to talk to. I remember my teammate, it's funny, in my freshman year, like. He had the yips, and they had to move him to right field. Right. And they moved him to right field this, this summer. He played in the Great Lakes League that summer, and he went off in the Great Lakes League, and they played him in the outfield. And so the Great Lakes League coach went to our coach and was like, hey, man, like, stop messing with this guy. Like, yeah. Just stick him in the outfield yeah, and let him, do his thing. let him do his thing. Like, Stop doing the second base thing. So they did it his senior year. And he went off, and he probably could have got drafted, but I think by that time he was just said, he was telling teams he didn't want to sign. Really? And because he was just like so, you know, just yeah. over baseball. It takes a toll on you sometimes, yeah. Yeah, and I remember, but since they couldn't put me out there to second base, they put him at second base for about two games, and and the two games he played, like he was airmailing stuff all over the place. Right. And that's why I was like, dude, I'm, I went to him, I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, man. Like, I'm sorry, like, it's, yeah. I'm dealing with the same thing. and. Well, that's the thing. You, you feel know. you feel guilty. You feel like you did something yeah. wrong, and I think that for me, like I said, having been through it multiple times, like the thing I've learned is like there's nothing wrong with you. Like yeah, just accepting like there's a scientific, like psychological, physiological reason this happens to certain people. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants it. Like, yeah. Nobody would choose it. But I, you know, once you realize like it's not your fault, you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, it's something that happened inside your in your brain. Um, then it becomes a matter of just like accepting it, being patient with yourself, knowing that people have gotten through it before. It might take time. Might yeah. not happen. It's not. Might not. A lot of people think, oh, it happened overnight. Yeah. I didn't feel this yesterday. And I feel it today. So yeah. much, I'll be able to get get rid of it overnight. Yeah. It's not. In my experience, that's not how it works. Like yeah. it can happen overnight, but it takes time for the brain to yeah, heal. Just sure. like an, it's almost like I like viewing it as an injury. You know, like mm-hmm. if a, someone pulls a hamstring real bad, right? Mm-hmm. You don't keep running them out every day and say hey go sprint on it see yeah. how it feels yeah, yeah, right, yeah. it still right. feels like crap go out the next day sprint on it again see how it feels it's never going to heal right so ju- I, I view like the mind is something very similar where um, you got to give it time to heal yeah. and give it the environment to heal and give it the tools to heal and then you ease it back into competition and right. performance so that's the route I tried to take this time around with it and been a lot quicker than even I would have imagined Um, so I I hope other people can do that and just like I said I mean be patient with yourself Um, and and I think people I've had a lot of like college kids and even minor league guys reach out to me through Instagram things like that like hey I'm feeling the yips like I know you've gotten through it what do you got for me it's so many I can't respond to them all which I feel bad about but I do have like quick paragraph I'll try to respond with um, and I usually the biggest thing I tell them is like hey it seems like the worst day the worst thing that could possibly happen to you as a person as a player no. trust me you'll, you'll come out a better person on the other side sure. you may not 
may not be fun to go through, but you're going to come out, you're going to learn a lot about yourself, you're going to learn a lot about who you are, and if you can go through it that way and say, okay, this is really going to be really hard, but it's going to be an opportunity to grow, and I'm going to see where it takes me and just kind of go into it with open-mindedness, like some curiosity, you never know where you might end up, and you know, even if it's not at this level of baseball or whatever, um, I think it will. It, it helps people, in, you know, as a person long term. It's, it's made me a better dad, yeah. a better husband. I think a better friend and teammate. Um, you know, and I think I have some tools to take with me on the mound that I didn't have before. Yeah, it gives you like some sense of empathy because I always Absolutely. say it's like it's kind of like me being a journalist and not knowing my ABCs. Like it's like the most like yeah. simple thing that you can like do. I remember my from the first time I threw with my dad like five years old he's like it hit me in the chest and it's like oh yeah there it is Slang it's it, right yeah. there like you know and it's then it's not there and it's just like how do you function as a ball player yeah. beat if, if you're only like even if you're and you're a pitcher and like that's literally like you're one big job part of my job yep. like I could hide it in some ways but but you're still thinking about it like it's still coming to ballpark saying like oh man am I gonna yeah. throw that one in the stands and I've worked today? with I've worked with position players who they're like, yeah, this affects, you know, obviously yeah. throwing is the defense part of the game. They're like, but I can't, I'm thinking about it when I'm in the box hitting. Yeah. yeah. One guy said he couldn't help but watch the catcher throw it back to the pitcher, and he was just in amazement. He's like, man, he makes yeah. it look so easy. Yeah. All yeah. he's hitting, that's all yeah. he was thinking about. Yeah. And so it affected his hitting. So, like, you know, and for me, I, I felt effects off the field, just anxiety and stuff built up. So just being able to deal with it and be proactive and, yeah. you know, it's, it's a, it can become a, bigger than baseball thing and that's yeah. okay yeah like it's okay just, yeah. just deal with it don't the more you stomp it down and try to hide everything I've done that before it's, yeah um, it just makes it makes it more drawn out it's gonna last longer it's it's gonna cause more deeper I think psychological stuff down the road yeah. than just being like hey dealing with this it sucks yeah give me like and talk to some professionals um, don't believe anybody that says they can cure the yips. We they have, have they have the cure. Like, hey, pay me pay me five thousand bucks and I'll cure your yips. We hey, had the same two doctors. I don't believe that exists. I believe there are lots lots of avenues that will help a lot of people. But if somebody says, hey, I've got a cure, yeah, probably keep looking for somebody because right. I think they're just trying to make money. But um, there's a lot of a lot of roads out there. A lot of things. Just stay curious and keep looking for. Uh, you know, different ways. I think everybody's journey back is, is going to be different. Yeah. Well, again, I, I guess we can probably wrap it up because I know you got to get in and go to, you know, do your thing. But, like, I, I appreciate it. Like, I appreciate, like, you watching on the mound and seeing you on the mound. It's funny, like, I'm watching that game and I'm at home on that Monday night and I see you, like, sort of yank the slider and it's like, you know, as a person who's been through, you're like, oh, yeah. man. Like, you know what no, I mean? I can tell you the story behind that pitch. The <laughs> clock was ticking down. It was 3-2, and I, he went, fastball, he's on the pitch comm, he goes, fastball, no, I want a sinker, cutter, no, slider, and I was like, there's two seconds left, that's what we're going with, Yeah. so I barely got the grip, threw it as fast, you know, as quick as I could, and spiked yeah. it, spiked it, but like I said, I mean, you're going to have throws like that, you're going to have moments, Right. and you're like, that's, that's where you have to train yourself how to respond to those moments, right, right. Um, so I came back, made some good pitches, and got out of the inning, so... Um, last can, night they can be done. You. Last night felt really good. Yeah. 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 Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best 
stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. 